0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to this edition of Keep Watch Pass on the It's Not That Bad podcast channel. Thank you so much for subscribing because if you're listening to this, We know you are. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. We have an interesting topic for this week. We are going to be talking about live action movies with talking animals. And here is my talking wife, the lovely Carrie. How are you doing today? (laughs) Not a puppet. (laughs) Not a puppet. Not a puppet. How are you doing, though?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I am so good.
1: I'm hopeful, though, that I understood the assignment correctly.
0: Okay, You had
1: mentioned talking animals. mm -hmm. I just want to get a ruling on this. Is it animals or fictional
0: characters? So let me kind of lay things out here. The movies that we're talking about, live action. So you have to have live actors in this. So no fully animated films. We recognize that not every animal actually talks in real life, no matter how many times you talk to your cat at home. It, 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 no. Oh, I've it, no. had the
1: best conversations with our pup.
0: Right? I get it. But, you know, regardless of whether you think you understand her, she's probably just sitting there going, treat, 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 nap that's about it Uh, so the animal of course can either be animatronic or cgi but the animal must be talking and it does not have to be a quote-unquote real animal so if you're talking uh, a griffin or unicorn or whatever the case may be so long as it is animal-like You know, so you can you can justify a lot in animal-like, if you will, but it has to be live-action film with a either a CGI or animatronic talking animal. So hopefully that clarifies things for you.
1: How about a puppet?
0: Hmm. So long as it's an animal puppet, I think I'll 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 allow it. So long as it's not like played to be like a straight up sock puppet kind of thing, like
1: Fraggle Rock,
0: Uh, Elf. Uh, yeah, but the Al TV show showing, not a movie. that dog? Well, that's Fraggle Rock.
1: No, the dog. The dog? Yeah, it was like it was on late night. It was a, a guy, and he would drink beer, like kind of like Al Bundy, but not. And he would talk to his dog, a I, shaggy
0: dog. I think you're having a fever dream at this point. No,
1: I'm not.
0: What, no, exactly, exactly. How many drugs are you I'm, doing at night? <laughs> I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna He's have talking to talk to the
0: dog, man. I'm gonna search
1: this up. I'm gonna search. The, I I knew I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have gone there without um, having my my information backed up. But
0: I, and unfortunately, right now, anyone who's listening to this in like the states or somewhere around the world is not Canada, They'd be like, what crackhead Canadian program were <laughs> you guys watching? It,
1: it was like Elf, but it was a dude like El Bundy, and he would pop a beer and he would talk to his puppet dog. It was like a shaggy. Kind of
0: I'm starting to question your, your- The
1: dog was a puppet. Oh my God. It Do was, we need a
0: wellness check? It
1: was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was as if, you know, Alf met, married with children.
0: Okay. So let, let me, let me try and clear this up. If, <laughs> if Greg the bunny were a movie that would qualify because it's an animal puppet, I guess. Okay. If that makes sense. All right. You know, and for those of you who are wondering about the whole CGI thing, so when you take a look at Scooby-Doo, okay? The movies with Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr., those would qualify. Obviously, Scoob is, you know, a CGI dog, but everyone else is live action. The movie Scoob would not qualify because it's fully animated. So hopefully that kind of puts to rest, you know, or at least hopefully, possibly answers any questions here. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through some of these movies and pick what we would call our keep movie, our watch movie and our past movie. The Keep, obviously, one where we sit there and go, oh, the watch movie would be one we go, yeah. And then the past movie, we're like, oh. So hopefully, in monosyllabic grunts, you completely understand what I'm talking about here. And Carrie, <laughs> I'm going to let you start with this one here. What live action movie with a talking animal do you have as your keep?
1: Ooh, I get to start. You do get to start. I, I am so excited about this one um, because actually it's it's uh, a throwback to a movie that we talked about on It's Not That Bad. Um, I'm here to once again defend and say that I will keep the Smurfs movie one or two. Okay.
0: Um I that's real would like, Riel, that would count.
1: I like the first. Well no, it's the Smurfs, right? They're, the F- they're they were I don't know if I Anim-
0: qualify them as. I mean, they as were real in their talks, hands.
1: They they put they scooped the little Smurfs up and put them in their hands. So they're that's, that's, real enough. I
0: mean, Asriel talks in his own way, so I'll I'll let it slide. But I wouldn't call, <laughs> qualify a Smurf as a talking animal. I'm sure the Smurfs wouldn't like to be called animals.
1: Well, that's why I was saying, is it just animal? Or is it at one point when I asked you, it's a mythical creature. I, I, I think
0: it's borderline because you can count Asriel as a talking, albeit mumbling kind of, you really got to listen carefully. But you know, you know what Asriel <laughs> is saying. Right. But, but I, yeah, I can see the Smurfs actually working as that film. I mean, they are surprisingly really good films. Like, here's a, here's a franchise that... If someone showed you an animated, like you know, from like the the seventies, eighties kind of thing, if someone showed you one of those cartoons of this person and said, "Yeah, we're going to do a live action on this, and it's actually going to be really good." You'd sit there and go, hey, "You, you on crack?"
1: But Hank Azaria, oh, as Gargamel, was right? perfection.
0: Oh, it's pristine casting through the all three movies, even the third one, which is completely CGI, so that wouldn't, wouldn't qualify for this episode, but all three films, the voice cast, perfect. The mm-hmm. live-action cast, perfect. You know, I, I, I can't disagree with you having either of the Smurfs films as your keep, but if you had to pick between the first two, which one would you qualify as the keep?
1: You know what? I... I think I've got to go with the first one.
0: That's what I thought yeah. too, yeah. Like, it's good. It's fun. And the thing is, like a smart, smartly written movie would do when you're dealing with a franchise like that, it, it, it was faithful to the franchise, but also made fun of the franchise as well. So kids are going to like it because there's a lot of action and a lot of funny stuff going on. Parents are going to like it because they get to have a chuckle. And that's the thing. It's not laughing at the Smurfs. It's laughing with the Smurfs in the writing of this film. All right. I actually did not touch any of the Smurfs films for mine, but I think you're going to agree, hopefully, with my keep. Because I'm going with the first Men in Black film.
1: Because uh-huh.
0: you got Frank the Talking Pug. Yep. Right? I mean, yes. And, and it's A, funny as hell, right? Men in Black... One of those rare, like, non-Marvel, non-DC comic book films that just exploded really well. And, you know, the fact that it spawned multiple um, sequels as well, regardless of whatever you think of the sequels or not, you know, like, it's a good film. It's a like Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith play off each other so well. And, yeah, Frank the Talking Pug, absolutely love him
1: sugar in
0: water (laughs) (laughs) and it's quotable too and that's that's the funny thing right like the men in black movies are are i even liked men in black international i know not a lot of people did i liked it for what it was um i wasn't going in expecting anything as good as the first one um but it was still good it was still good enough i guess okay my watch movie however goes back to more of the kids' side of things. My watch movie is Peter Rabbit. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm curious now. Did you actually have that one as well?
1: <laughs> as my watch, yes. Nice. But I will say I'm super excited. I cannot wait to get a movie ticket to go and see Strays because I want to see me <laughs> some swearing dogs. But I digress. I did indeed pick peter rabbit as my watch as well
0: it is so it's so cute i don't know if i've ever had the opportunity to call a movie delightful but the peter rabbit movies to me are almost impossible to not qualify as delightful (laughs) right the rabbits are fun the love story is cute there's a lot there's a lot going on there and it's you know family friendly the kids enjoyed it when they watched it like how, how can you not have fun watching this film
2: hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds our family now has three pairs of raycon earbuds around the house and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price and yes she loves them now if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of raycon's
0: All right, so my watch was your watch. We've both done our keep, so I'm going to give you the microphone.
1: Oh, I get the pass. Yeah,
0: you get you get to to announce your pass film.
1: I am so sorry to the Iron Man himself. I have to go with Doolittle. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry,
0: So, what, so Downey So Jr. What was it about I, Doolittle? Because, I mean, I didn't mind the film, but why did it turn you off?
1: Oh, you know what? Um... I just, I found it.
0: Not delightful. I found
1: it, <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> delightful. I found it predictable. And as a result, kind of, you know, it's almost kind of like, if you know what's going to happen, then it it just seemed like a waste of two hours. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't particularly connect with any of the characters. Um, The talking animals, eh, they were cute, but it Mm. wasn't super funny or anything like that. It was just, it was just kind of like, okay, you know. I get it. Eh, it was meh.
0: I mean, I can see that. It's, it, it was, considering that Robert Downey Jr. is the star, and Robert Downey Jr. is such a talented actor. He really is. It felt like not the right property for him. Like, it almost felt like he was trying to hide too much in character through accent and and antics and, you know...
1: I wonder if I had too high of expectations.
0: That's quite possible, too, because you're, you're talking about coming off of, like, you know, Avengers level. And we're also talking, you know, him having played Sherlock Holmes and a number of other films that, that he has absolutely slayed in. So when you see... You know, this big budget film with lots going on in a, in a family setting, and it's Robert Downey Jr., and like the whole thing centers around him. And then you're like, oh, this is gonna be great. And you get in there, it's like, oh, it's not delightful. <laughs> not the film for my past, though. Oh, okay. I'm gonna need a Snickers bar after this one.
1: Uh oh, get the soapbox.
0: Because we are about to talk about a film. That in the long, long history of me watching movies, that's a long history. This might be the worst piece of drivelly that I have ever seen put to film. To the point of you sit there and go, the are you smoking making this film? Pups Alone. Oh, yeah. So, let, let me explain. <laughs> One Christmas night, we saw this movie on Roku, and it's like, okay, you know, it looks like a fun kind of thing, and the kids like the Home Alone movies, and this is like the, the, the animal version of Home Alone, and it could be cute, it could be fun. Yeah, it'll be low budget, whatever, but, you know, and then you watch, you're like, the f is this? Is this because of the animals
1: though, or Dolph Lundgren?
0: Oh, Dolph Lundgren doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Dolph Lundgren does not help in this at all. The horrible editing, the horrible, horrible camera work, like the, the the nonsensical action that's going on. Like like I have the ability to suspend a lot of disbelief, but holy f- movie is asking a lot of that suspension of disbelief you know when you're watching this it's it's not funny it's not fun it's annoying as hell it's budget like it's budget <laughs> wow like you
1: want a snickers oh
0: and the, and there's a scene if i remember correctly it's eric roberts and, and he has a very small part in the film and he he at one point he just looks in and this is the last scene with him right he looks in the door and like people are doing stupid shit, and he goes i don't even know and it's like boom all of a sudden like that's the last we see of eric roberts is like okay you said the quiet part out loud about this film clearly you needed a paycheck um and, and I, I do appreciate that not every film is going to be top quality. You said Doolittle was meh. This made Doolittle look like freaking Iron Man. It was that wow. bad. Like, I I try my best. I do. I try my best to not crap on the movies that we talk about. Because, you know, yes, it's true that in every stinky pile of celluloid there's going to be a silver lining somewhere Uh, this film is complete darkness
1: next one it's not that bad no
0: (laughs) no this is a film where i will sit there if if you ever pitch this film i'm going to sit there and veto it this will be the only time i ever veto it because i would sit there and say zero percent that's too high wow negative numbers
1: it's kind of like asking me to defend morbius and i'm like I, I can't i i was told if i can't say anything nice i right? don't say anything at all right my silence speaks anyway
0: yeah but we have a podcast so we have to sorry, talk right you know.
1: <laughs> but yeah no like
0: <laughs> i'm sorry matt smith like, why maybe if you have really young children who don't have a grasp of the english language at that point because they're too young um Maybe they might enjoy it, but, it, and even that's, that's stretching it.
1: It didn't even seem like it was geared towards, it wasn't a children's movie, was
0: it? it no, was, that's the like, thing. It's it's not like it was like some fun little um good moral story kind of thing. Like it, it, it wasn't like, and I, I appreciate the idea, like the concept of dogs in a home alone kind of environment it sounded fun. You know, like you have that kind of secret life of pets kind of thing. And that sounds like it's fun. But holy crap. Like, I I, I know Dolph Lundgren isn't the greatest of actors. But this made me miss the days of Rocky IV. He dies. He dies. Like, seriously. Who? <laughs> The, this isn't wow. just a pass. This is find every copy of this movie, put it in a bonfire and light it up. That's how much of a pass this film is. Whoo!
1: Can I get you a chocolate bar? Oh, I'm
0: gonna need one after that one here. Um, but go ahead and watch the film. Sure, why not? If you like pain and misery. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Merry
1: I, Christmas, y'all.
0: When we when we <laughs> when we came up with this topic. I was like, I know exactly what my pass is. Like, immediately. There's zero deliberation in this one. Sometimes you just know, and that film and I will never, ever, ever get along. Whew. Okay.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Whew. You okay there, champ?
0: (sighs) Dear listeners, I'm sorry you had to hear that. I said some angry words. There were some beeps along the way, but you were here for it, and now I feel better. (sighs) Ah, therapy. There we go. (laughs) Podcast movie therapy. I oh. love it. Before we go, Carrie, please let us know what your keep, watch, and pass movies were.
1: All right. My keep was Smurfs, and I would keep all of them, um, but uh, most specifically the first of the live action. Um, my watch, we agreed, was Peter Rabbit, and my pass was Doolittle.
0: I know. Yeah. Honestly, go back and watch Pups Alone. You'll sit there and go, oh, I was so wrong about you, later. I actually
1: forgot about that one. That was kind of off my radar because I uh, was really trying to put it behind me. Yeah. So thanks for bringing that up.
0: It's on my radar as the, as the no-fly zone at that point. <laughs> so my keep was Men in Black, the first one. My watch was Peter Rabbit. Yes, we agreed on that one. And my pass, the hardest pass of all passes, is Pups. Alone. Carrie, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you so much for listening to this one. Uh, sorry I had to vent a little bit here, but you know, we're all here together on this one. Uh, let us know what movies you would put is your keep, your watch, or your pass. Hit us up on social media at not that badcast or go to our website at not that badcast.com. Drop us a line, let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. Until next time, Carrie, you're lovely listeners. Yeah, you guys are too. Please don't watch Us Alone. Save yourself. This is Keep Watch Pass. Take care.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.